welcome to this episode of Putting the Pieces Together with Jigsaw Learning. My guest this week is Lorna Hewson, who is a complete partner in everything with Curtis in marriage as co-founder of Jigsaw Learning, as co-author of Envisioning a Collaborative Response Model. But Lorna has years of experience in the classroom, at school leadership, district leadership, and involvement in many provincial organizations. So she has a reputation of her own in education that we are fortunate to have as part of the Jigsaw Learning team. Good morning, Jen. First, uh, we've we've had quite an experience <laughs> trying to tape this, but we're finally here, which is really great. I'm so glad to be able to uh, share some of our thoughts and ideas through this platform. So, Lorna, tell us a little bit more about your role in bringing the collaborative response model to fruition. Collaborative response model is uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, we started this in a school that Curtis and I were both in, and at that time I was a teacher in the school, but working uh, part-time as a curriculum lead for the district. So uh, if you've ever uh, split yourself between two roles, you know that that's a really challenging place to be. Shortly after that, I ended up going completely to a district role, but working, still working with the school to uh, embed this model in their practice. And um, we had just wonderful opportunities in the staff that we were working with, and they were just open and willing to be able to explore new ideas and new thoughts. And what we really were trying to focus on was being able to meet the needs of all kids, knowing that even though we were a great school that was achieving really well, we realized that we still were missing children. And we needed that process to ensure that we were getting uh, to all of them and making sure that, that all of their needs were met. And eventually it gained notice of other schools uh, just within our district. And then we started sharing at conferences and uh, it has just grown from that point on to working provincially and both Curtis and I working full time and having a wonderful team with us as well. Uh, sharing those ideas and practices around the collaborative response model. And it keeps you on the road as you're traveling out and making connections and building relationships, as you can tell by your hotel backdrop there. Absolutely. <laughs> Not home very often. No. So how is it that the model evolved from a principal and his staff around a table to district leaders considering how they could utilize it in their context? Well, it actually, when we, when we sit down to actually reflect on, on the journey and the path we've been on, it really has been somewhat organic. And so, as you said, we started in a school just wanting to be able to impact the students that were in our building. Over time, after we have worked with a number of schools, we've realized that it not only has great impact on our students and we're changing things for kids, we also have had, uh, through this process, great impact on some strategies and supports that are happening in schools and, uh, and spreading that between teachers and teachers making those connections in a collaborative way to support all their students. So it impacts, as student growth, it impacts teacher growth, but then stepping out around that district idea, knowing that many of the structures and supports that we're designing within a school can also have impact uh, at a district level. The other part of that, Jen, is the, the um, 
possibility of aligning all of your systems all the way from these collaborative team meetings where teachers play a very huge role all the way up to districts and the support and services that a district provides. That alignment uh, just creates a better system of supports for kids. And so as someone who's held a number of district, different district positions in more than one school district, what can you tell us about implementing a district practice of collaborative response? So I would say first and foremost, it's important that our district leaders have a working understanding about how this model functions in the school. Without that, uh, it's very hard to apply the practices at that district level or even in a support way, um, it's pretty hard to to support your schools in that practice unless you have a, a really great working understanding about the model itself. So leadership, of course, is an integral, integral component of the model, beginning with school leadership, but reinforced all the way through the district as well. So when we look at this from a district level, the district plays an important role ensuring that the model is integrated in the district's planning processes and then designing consistent expectations to ensure longevity and really impact what's happening in those schools. It truly is about aligning all of the processes, aligning a plan that allows us to look at structures and processes that are consistent from school to school, but still providing support for a school to make unique uh, decisions about their specific setting. So Lauren, when you talk about some of those processes, what might some of them be? Just being able to construct those meetings and uh, having time embedded where uh, our meeting time is not on the off the side of our plate, that we actually have uh, time where teachers can come together and meet collaboratively. It's about being able to have those uh, a set agenda where people are know clearly the expectations about uh, what's going to take place during that time. And uh, really understanding processes like uh, building norms and having them as part of that ongoing process of the, of the meeting. Given your experience, what would you say were some of the greatest challenges in adopting a district model of collaborative response for schools? Yeah, I think, I think one challenge for school districts is ensuring that the rollout of the model is articulated in a way that demonstrates a shared understanding and shared leadership in achieving the end goal of student learning. So really thinking about um, how do we do that in a collaborative way so that the district is acting in a support, a supportive way, but yet, but yet setting direction and schools are still allowed to be able to make some of those decisions in their, at their own sites. So we wanna steer clear of a top-down approach but lean into a collaborative approach to design the district alignment, balanced by school decision-making to attend to each unique setting. Thinking about that implementation, we need to be able to have the availability of people at the district level to provide consistent support in schools uh, without having to add that onto an already full plate. Uh, without thoughtful consideration of how the schools will receive consistent support, 
this model takes on various forms and will be implemented to varying degrees of fidelity in the schools. And consistent support is not always equal support, but rather equitable support. It actually is an inclusive piece. When we think about what we do for students at uh, in classrooms around inclusion, we're providing varying degrees of support for kids within the classroom, depending on what they need. Same thing when we think about a district support model for schools, we want to be able to provide varying degrees depending on where schools are in their journey. So for some schools, we might need to spend a lot more time supporting them in getting things started and getting some consistency going. But for others, they may be further along in the journey and, and really it's about fine tuning. So what would you say are some of the greatest successes in adopting that district model of collaborative response? Uh, we, I would say by far that idea of creating common understanding, common practices, and that alignment across the whole system. When everyone can speak the same language, when leaders come together, school leaders and district leaders, come together and talk about what's happening in their schools and how we are impacting both student learning and teacher capacity through this model, then uh, it's just that much more uh, powerful and impactful for kids. When we think about those conversations that, are, uh, that really focus on the model, we have created that collaborative structure at the school level at the admin level, and then at the district level, but with all leaders speaking those same, that same language as well. So I think by far, that common understanding and common practice is really important. When a district leads with pressure and support, the collaborative response model becomes embedded in the system. This may even impact processes and structures used in the schools, also being used at the district level for team meetings such as district team meetings with the learning and inclusive learning agendas. Articulating student support from the school level to the most intense supports at the district level now can be aligned and articulated through that collaborative response model. And there is an element of um, equitable access. I get goosebumps when you talk about that. So I've had the good fortune of hearing you and Curtis speak passionately about the collaborative response model for years. And being part of the team now, I've been able to go out into schools and into districts where you can see this being enacted. So I've been a part of school cultures where they've shifted from my classroom, my students to our school and our students. And I'm seeing in places where this is being embedded that the district is responding and the schools are coming together and saying, these are all our students. And they're working collaboratively to ensure that students in school A might be receiving supports because school B recognizes that that's a need over there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know it's by goosebumps because when, when I go into a school and join some of those team meetings, the, the conversation that takes place and the um, echoing some of the beliefs that we feel very strongly about come through and it is pretty incredible what schools have been able to do through this model in supporting the needs of their kids. And we are just so fortunate to be able to be just a small part of that. So as the model continues to grow, 
What do you envision as the greatest opportunities for impacting district support for schools through the collaborative response model? We are most definitely going to see great improvement for students and capacity built for teachers and leaders across the system. The simple framework of the collaborative response model has the ability to attend to all of the complexities of schools and districts, which, which sounds phenomenal. It sounds actually impossible, but in many ways, uh, there are so many connections. Um, when we talk about putting the pieces together, it truly is about all the elements within our classrooms and our district. But through the implementation and attention to sustaining the model, it has the potential of impacting every area of leading and learning. Our ultimate vision for the collaborative response model, Jen, is that our schools and districts will be able to systematically support the needs of every child in every school and that we will see growth for every teacher too. That is an ambitious goal. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> it is a noble goal. And uh, we are just such a small part of that. It's the relationships that you're building with districts that allow us to be invited into that environment to be a part of it. So it's exciting to be around the growth that is happening. Yeah. You know, we just put ideas out there and we have seen people mold and shape those ideas into just beautiful beautiful things that support our kids and and that's the exciting part. We just are all learning together. Well, I've heard you and Curtis reflect on the idea that you started it in the school and you took it to a particular place. And now that the ideas have been shared, you're watching other people with their toolboxes come to the table and, and their structures and process and their context turn it into something that at the time you started hadn't envisioned. And it's beautiful. Absolutely. And, and this has grown to something that we never imagined. <laughs> well, thank you for your time, Lorna, because I know you're busy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's been great chatting with you today, Jen. All right. Take care. Yeah.